0: What are the biggest cyber threats facing the healthcare sector in 2016? And what can the sector do to better defend itself against these threats? I'm Marianne Kolbisak-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Tyler Cohen Wood, a former Cyber Deputy Division Chief and Senior Intelligence Officer with the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. Tyler is currently Cybersecurity Advisor at Inspired E Learning, a provider of e learning services, Tyler will be discussing some of the biggest cybersecurity threats that she sees facing the healthcare sector in 2016. So now, Tyler, as we know, 2015 was a big year for hacker attacks in the healthcare sector. Massive cyber attacks on the healthcare sector. Including on several large health plans affected more than 100 million individuals. Do you think that trend will continue in 2016? And what other emerging cyber threats are worrying you the most when it comes to the healthcare sector?
1: Well, I'm going to give you the bad news, but then I'm going to give you the good news. So the bad news is, is that yes, I do. I think that we, we are going to see more and more attacks on healthcare and some of the actual healthcare devices. Now, I know the FDA just released their medical device cybersecurity draft guidelines. I've gone through them and they're good, but I would recommend some enhancements to them. The problem is, is that we have moved to this constantly connected healthcare system where we have Devices that are sending data to a doctor or we have healthcare systems that are utilizing digital, other digital devices. And the more connected you become, the more software you're utilizing, statistically you're just going to be more open to attack. But the good news part of that is the healthcare system is aware of it. The manufacturers are aware of the issues and they are Starting to really implement quite a bit of security, even above and beyond what is recommended in this FDA draft.
0: When it comes to medical device cybersecurity, do you think the healthcare sector is taking this seriously enough? And what would you like to see manufacturers and healthcare entities do to better address these issues? I do
1: think that the healthcare sector is taking things seriously. I think that the manufacturers of healthcare devices are also taking things seriously. But I think the problem is, is that we have a lot of new attacks or if you're connecting to your phone, if your heart rate monitor or your diabetes monitor is connecting to a phone, well then you also have the added issue of the security on the phone. So that's really where the problem lies,
0: but I do think that they are taking this very seriously. Tyler, when you look at the cyber threats facing the healthcare sector, how do they compare with the cyber threats facing other sectors? And what should the healthcare <laughs> sector learn from some of those other sectors when it comes to dealing with cyber threats? And is there anything that those other sectors can learn from the healthcare sector in terms of cybersecurity? I think
1: that there is a lot that the the healthcare sector can learn from the banking sector and for other traditional sectors that have been dealing with digital data and digital data devices for a lot longer because they have procedures in place, they have policies in place. And the healthcare sector... You know, they have rules and regulations, of course, that has to be adhered to. But we are moving so quickly to these Internet of Things type of devices, and that means like your cars, your smart TVs, your heart rate monitors, your diabetes monitors, even your fitness trackers. And when you are developing these devices, it's not intentional that security is not added, it's that they don't know all of the risks and threats that are out there. And that's why I think that your question is fabulous. And yes, there is a lot that they can learn from other sectors such as the banking sector. And, you know, education is critical, especially right now with the healthcare sector, because if you look at the devices and the healthcare sector, it has just moved at tremendous speed in the, just
0: the past couple of years. So with that said, is there anything that the other sectors can learn from the healthcare sector, being that the healthcare sector does deal with all these various medical devices and you do see the Internet of Things devices popping up elsewhere?
1: Yes, they can, because there is the ability to look and see how the healthcare sector is dealing with these unique devices and how these unique devices are connecting to other devices to give information, such as a a phone, such as a computer, and they can look and see how these things are working, like if they're utilizing, which they need to be, end-to-end encryption from the device to whatever device is monitoring it. And what that means is if someone, encryption is is a mathematical algorithm, and if someone were to try to look at the traffic that's being sent over the wire, it's just gonna look like gobbledygook. They're not gonna be able to see what is being sent over. And the way that they're incorporating this type of technology into these new devices is definitely something that every sector that utilizes the Internet, which is pretty much every sector and person, because we all live in this environment now, these are not just tools that we use to help us, we live in this world as well. So I do think that other industries can watch and learn a lot from what the healthcare sector is doing and how the healthcare sector is
0: dealing with these issues at a rapid pace. Tyler, the Department of Health and Human Services Office mm-hmm. for Civil Rights recently launched a new cyber awareness initiative for the healthcare sector. And some of the initial material is about how covered entities and business associates in the healthcare sector can avoid becoming victims of <laughs> ransomware and tech support scams. Is ransomware a growing problem in the healthcare sector, and how does the ransomware situation in the healthcare sector compare to other industries? Do you get a sense that healthcare is becoming a bigger target for these sorts of scams? It's not just healthcare. Ransomware has grown significantly.
1: In one of the studies, they mentioned that a particular piece of ransomware has obtained over $325 million from victims just since January of 2015. And when you're talking about healthcare, the problem is not necessarily the actual healthcare devices such as the ear implants or the heart rate monitors. But it is the devices that they are connecting and transmitting information to that are at risk. If you're transmitting to a tablet, a phone, a notepad, that's where the risk of ransomware becomes critical. And essentially ransomware is a trick. So it's someone will trick you into clicking a link or going to a website or downloading some type of software, either on your phone, your tablet, your notepad. And what it does is it goes through and encrypts, again, so it's gobbledygook, every single file on that phone, tablet, notepad, or any network that it's connected to, it will traverse through and it will encrypt those files. And you cannot decrypt those files without paying a ransom. So... This is where education becomes critical, education on what to look for in terms of, of ransomware. You know, you never want to click on a link from someone you don't know. If it's on your computer and someone sends you something, so go to this link. You want to put the cursor over the link and then look in the little toolbar at the bottom of your browser to see where it's actually taking you. Or if you get an email that says, go to this site or click on this link, really look at the email address because oftentimes the bad guys will be tricky and it'll appear to come from maybe a friend or it'll maybe appear to come from your bank. And it may say Bank of America, but there'll be two A's in America at the end. So there's these things that you can look for and just you really want to understand the risks, and that's why education from the top all the way to the bottom down on these risks is critical, especially in the medical industry where you're dealing with HIPAA compliance in people's lives.
0: And I suppose that sort of education is important when it comes to defending against phishing attacks as well. Well, it is, and
1: in a way, ransomware is somewhat of a subset of a phishing attack because, again, it's an attack. That's geared toward you, or at a mass level to your company, and they're trying to get someone in the company to click on that link or download something. It takes things a step further. Instead of putting a specific piece of malware that allows them to steal sensitive data, what it's doing is it's encrypting those files because they want that money. Now it could be the ransomware could potentially be also putting malware on there, but the main problem is that your files are no longer accessible to you. So it's critical that you have an education system first and that you also have your IT department back up all data, different segmented networks or external devices, making sure they're current, and that your IT department also
0: implements filters and teaches, you know, best email practices. Tyler, switching topics a little bit, The Cybersecurity Mm -hmm. Act of 2015 was signed into law late last year, and it aims to remove some of the liability and other hurdles for the private sector and the government to share cyber information. Based on your experience in the intelligence Mm -hmm. world, what industries have done the best job in effectively sharing cyber information from what you can tell, and where does the healthcare sector stack up?
1: What has happened is that since the late 2013, what is happening is various industries such as the banking industry, the legal industry, the healthcare industry, what they're doing is they're creating these cyber task forces and they're communicating the various things that they're seeing and they're working together to try and thwart some of these attacks and talk about, well, here's what happened to me, here's what I did. And that is extremely important to do because when you work together, you have, a, you have multiple pairs of eyes and you're all working toward fixing the same problem. It's very easy for a hacker to break into a system because they just have to find one hole. They have to find one person to download that link to the email or whatever it is that they sent. But to secure the network and the technology, you have to really continue thinking about all the potential risks and the threat vectors and be prepared for them. And that's a really hard thing to do. And that's why your question is such a good question about coming together within the various industries. And, I mean, I personally would actually like to even see cross-industries. So, you know, maybe banking and healthcare care and, and legal. So people are really communicating what they're
0: saying. Thanks, Tyler. I've been speaking to Tyler Cohen-Wood. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.